The future is female. We've got Pamela Rocco in the studio, our game mom entrepreneur, and our nightcap, the Salty Mama's Margarita, today on It's Complicated. You're listening to It's Complicated with your hosts, Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli, coming to you live from the AfterBuzz TV studios in Los Angeles, California. Hey everyone, welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. The struggle is real when you're dating in the city. I'm Jen. And I'm Lauren. And tonight, guys, even though I have basically lost my voice, we are going to be discussing embracing your womanhood. With all the powerful images surfacing from the recent women's marches, we believe that what really needs to change is the perspective about what makes women powerful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's the things that only women can do. So right now, women are finding their voices and their power. But being powerful, guys, does not mean just like being CEO and stuff. Women who run a tight ship at home, managing schedules, taking care of children, like they should actually feel confident and empowered about embracing their maternal calling without feeling less than for doing a woman's job because that in itself, guys – and women, is a job. And it's not an easy one. That's right. And tonight, our guest, Pamela Rocco, has done it all. She worked in a high-profile position, then moved to becoming the boss of her home after the birth of her first daughter, and then decided, what the fuck? I'm just going to blend these two things together and become the woman that she is today, and she runs her own company. Mm-hmm. But before we get into all of these exciting topics, guys... We need a drink. Yes, we do. I, I think you need my, some throat lubrication. <laughs> Too bad it's not like a hot toddy or something. But, well. guys, our nightcap tonight is really exciting. It's a salty mama's margarita. Mm-hmm. And this is the house recipe from the famous L.A. Mexican restaurant Casa Vega because yes. margaritas are Pamela's favorite cocktail. And since Pamela is a salty and sassy mama who runs the show in and out of her own house... We're going to cheers to her with this salty house recipe. That's right. Cheers. I am scared. You know, I have a hard time with tequila, so I'm going to do it. I hope this helps my voice. (laughs) I feel like it will. Um, And now, quickly, it's Mm. time for a weekend update. Jen, tell us about your – I mean, I think your voice is pretty indicative of the sort of fun you had, maybe. Oh, yeah. I went to Sundance, guys, and it was a lot of fun. Um, Next year, we're going to go together. Mm -hmm. But I met up with some friends out there and, you know, went to a bunch of events and went to the Grey Goose after party for a Heartbeats Loud premiere. Whoa. Um, I went to Facebook's party and tried out their Oculus. Um, It's pretty awesome. Is that cool? Uh, First of all. When you're drinking, don't look down when you're doing oh no like, VR because no. they should just tell you like you're gonna be ill. No, so, seriously, and did yeah. it really work? Oh yeah, it's so freaking cool. I did one called Spheres where I was like in a black hole and Jessica Chastain was narrating it, and it's like directed by, um, God, someone famous, some famous director, and I'm like, what are you doing? Angley, I made that up. No, I it, I was gonna say like Richard Linklater, but it's not so, him. Anyway. It's not Steven Soderbergh. It's hmm. someone else that's like of that ilk. Okay. Really, really impressive guy. Uh, but so it was really cool. I felt like I was like in the galaxy. Like then they're like, look around, and then you've got like these remotes, and you're like throwing like stars at things. And I'm, what? Like, like it's just really cool. It's like you know when you go to the planetarium. 
Yeah. There's like stars and they're telling you stuff and you're like kind of listening. This you're really listening because it's you and you. And you're like in it. Party of one. So did that. That was super fun. Went to the Chase Sapphire party. Um, stopped by the YouTube house. I was like, hey guys, we're a YouTube partner. <laughs> well, we and you and spirit. Yeah. Um, it's fine. You were repping. Totally went to the Women in Film event at Stella Artois. Um, and all the alcohol. Drank like champions at the Vouve Clicquot Yurt. Yeah. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah, get it? The Yurt. Yeah. So, uh, and we drank like champs. But anyway, so um, met a really great crew of guys that were like friends with the people I went with, but there were like 15 of them, eight of us. We like all like hung out. And it was really interesting because they're like, what do you do? And I'm like, I host a dating and relationship show. They're like, okay, tell us everything. I'm like, oh, God. Where do we start? People probably do that. And we it's talk exhausting. to Pamela and we're going to ask her too. Like, I bet you as soon as she says what she does, people ask her a million questions. Like, what should I do? I'm having a party. Yeah. What should I do? She's probably like, oh, fuck. It's like, go to my website or yeah. watch the goddamn <laughs> show. Like, don't ask me. I have a show. It's archived. You can just listen, listen to the to, show. Uh, over 100 episodes. Yeah. Um, and also just know you're doing it wrong. Just start yeah, there. Yeah, all, all of you are doing it wrong. Um, it's funny because, like, they were asking me, like, okay, so what are we doing wrong? I'm like, well, you, sir, have been texting with that girl, but now you're making out with that girl. Like, that's just a big no-no. Yeah. And then, like, you don't have the guts to even go after that girl, but you're telling me you like her. And I'm like, grow a pair. Yeah. Go after her. No. So there was, like, a lot of, like, misconnections that were happening and, like, things I was just observing from, like, an outside perspective being like, <sighs> I'm sure. In a <sighs> setting like that, there's a lot going on. So much going on. But I will say this. In a setting like that, there's so many opportunities to meet single people. Yeah. I kind of feel like Sundance needs to, like, up their singles game. Yeah. Because everyone, like, goes up to each other. You're all there for the same reason. So you could, like, act as though it's a business reason that you're going up to somebody. But really, When you, you have the flirting. guise of an event behind you, yeah. it sort of helps. Oh, maybe Pamela can make, like, dating events or Listen, something. Listen, I think <gasps> we need to do something next year oh my God. all together. Because what they lacked was singles events. So, like, they yeah, have alcohol induced refinery 29 party but oh, it was like right. about like how to portray relationships in the media not about how to actually have a relationship what <laughs> so, i know what they should have what done was the point of that was have a tinder party so people could get off like maybe even like swipe in park city and then if you got all access pass like you swiped and you found the like lucky tinder ma- like the golden oh. ticket you get access to this cool you party could be the golden ticket because the jennifer, jennifer golden, golden ticket. ticket so um <sighs> i should run for office and be like it's the golden ticket i mean it's meant to be i think it's the office of dating and relationships well i'm in the office of moving still yeah so why? The longest why move in the history of the planet Earth. Because there was, like, different things that were going into, like, where I was putting things. And then I was, like, staying with the friend a little bit to help her because her husband was gone. And then uh, – so anyway. And I – it's like I'm getting to the end of it, but I'm getting to the part – you know how you, like, are worried about something? Not the move. I'm not worried about the move. But, like, parts of the move, like, almost like how were for me, like – you leave the last thing that you're like Ugh, about for the last because you're like, oh, uh, I don't want to deal with that thing. And then it, now I'm moving my clothes in. It's That's the thing. Oh, I would have done that I first. Don't, no, well. I hate not having my I can't. I can't have my clothes not with me. So I had to wait anyway because now I'm moving them into where I'm going to be. Yeah. So I had to kind of wait. But also, um, I they don't yeah, you have a lot of clothes. I don't even know how that works. So there's that, but I'm almost officially in, and then I'll let you know in a couple of weeks. Are you making him get rid of all of his stuff? Like, how do you I fit mean, your clothes? No, I just like gonna take I it, use it as an organizational challenge, and it's. Did you buy like an IKEA? Or oh, there are like, so many things that you I can't even. There's I've been on all of the websites with all of the under the bed storage and the this drawer and the that from the container store and the. Well, anyway, at least it's almost done. Yeah, 
So I'll let you know if I did it and then I'll give you my tips on that because if you bring a guy home, you don't want to like open your closet and have like a catastrophe in there. God, no. In fact, I would like to open my drawers and be like, look at the beauty that I lives do. inside it these It looks drawers. like I murdered – I'm like a murderer because you open my drawers and it's like sleeping with the enemy. But – only right now. It will get better. No, 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 no. No, I mean, that's good. Oh, like, yeah, that it's well, like, you know, I so probably haven't organi- seen whatever that is. It's so organized that it's like, you, something's fucking wrong with you. It's like, like that. Wait, American Psycho? Yeah. It, yes. Like, okay. you have an issue. Now I understand. You have an issue. You. Um, okay. But yes. So anyway, you're in. I'm in. But like, almost. almost in. Almost it's fine. In. That's yeah. closer than you were Clo- before. Yeah. yeah. It's good. Um, all right, guys. She's a little girl with a dream, mm-hmm. a woman with a vision, a mom with a purpose, and above all, your styling superstar. Welcome to the studio, Pamela, Pamela and Rocco. Rocco. Yay! Drink your drink. I'm drinking. Drinking your salty it's good. mama's margarita. Okay, but okay. we have you here, and we're glad you're here, but first, um, oh, we need to talk. What? Yeah, doesn't that really make you yes, so relaxed? Because that's like the thing that you want to hear when you're just like all of a sudden in front of somebody. But What we mean here is our listeners confront us weekly with questions that most people avoid, sort of like how you avoid watching your ex's Instagram story, but sometimes it just pops through your feed and you can't help it. (laughs) Anyway, this question comes from Taylor in Pasadena, and we actually think it's perfect for you because we want us to help you help her. Mm -hmm. She asks, I'm planning a big birthday party, and the guy I've been dating for the past few months keeps asking me to help out with some party planning. I guess he has some alcohol-like connection or something. And she is hesitant to let him be more than just a guest because – she her in her mind she's like what if it doesn't work out i don't want my memories of this milestone birthday to be tarnished with this dumb guy or a broken relationship or something so should she let him help or should she politely decline she should politely decline for sure she can handle it yeah she's a woman she can get it all done and then if she works it if it works out and ends up being fine yeah. then it's great cuz he yeah. was just a guest at the party like you yeah. should have been right there's no hurt yeah everybody's it's a win win that way i think yeah. But it's nice of him to offer. It is nice of him Very to nice. offer. Yeah. I think if you're hesitant, then that's probably telling you something. But it doesn't mean like, you're, oh, you're hesitant because it's not going to work out. It's just you're not comfortable doing that for whatever reason. So pay attention. Like there's no generalization for a rule like this with throwing parties, right? Like you – and we'll talk about this. Your relationship actually that you're married now, that moved pretty quickly. Very so quickly. you may have in the situation been like, it's fine and it worked fine for you. But that's what you were comfortable right. with. So I say pay attention to what makes you feel comfortable and if you're feeling hesitant about it, then just nicely say, like, oh, my God, thank you so much. Even if you don't have it covered, Taylor, even if you don't have alcohol, just be like, oh, no, I, I already have that covered. And I really just want you to be a guest because I really feel like that's – I'm throwing this party for my friends or whatever. I wish I could ask Taylor why she thinks him helping her right. wouldn't work out because, like, I feel like that's I'm missing that piece. Yeah. Where it's like, what yeah. could go wrong? Like, would it be, like, that they fight for some reason? Or like, maybe it doesn't last until the party – the date of the party. Yeah. And I then think was, there's no alcohol there. Right. Or no, I think she's worried like he's going to be more involved in throwing this party than I want him to be. And then what if it doesn't work out and I have to remember like more than him just being a guest? Like it's a bigger oh. thing than so like, like he did all these things. Exactly. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, fuck. I don't mm-hmm. even know if this is going to mm-hmm. – I'm not ready for all that. Oh, yeah. I, that's what it's sounding and like you to know, me. he could be trying to like make his mark too. Like, totally. Like, you know, this is my – 
this is really my girl. I mean, I planned the party. Oh my, he's like know? Jennifer Goodwin in, um, <laughs> oh, what's that movie called? She's just not that into Yeah, you. and Oof. she's trying to help Justin Long. I forget yeah. the movie character names, but yeah. like, she's like, I'm co-hosting. And Guess like, what, though? They ended up together. They did. The movie. They did. There you go. So, Taylor, yeah. mm-hmm. go watch that movie. Just do what feels good for you, but we all say just politely decline if you're hesitant. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe also wonder why you're dating him. Just and also that, too. And don't forget to connect with us on all the socials at Complicated Show, where you can ask us more questions and make comments and like our photos and tell us how great we are. Yep. <laughs> yep. And just to give you guys, like, a quick heads up, we have one of the people from The Bachelor Nation next week, so That's you might right. want to get some questions. And Jared, hi, hi Bon, hi Bon. Hi Bon. I think it's hi Bon. That sounds like, I don't we know. We talked to him before, and I still can't remember. I will have to, when we'll we ask. get him in here, we'll make him pronounce yeah. it for us. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, guys, so... We brought this up before, and we really want to talk about the whole the future is female. Hot topic. You know, we really think that, you know, like there's different passions and different careers and different roles, and that's what makes all women beautiful. All women come in all of those different areas of life. They exceed in, in all those different areas. And they can also be sharp or witty and funny and This past weekend, there was a woman's march. It happened all over the country and um, where women just really felt like they could hold on to their voices and speak out loud and fight for their rights. And here are some of the signs that we like that stuck out that they marched with. And I don't know if you saw any of them, Pamela. I kind of wish we, like, have them up on the screen, but it's fine. I'm going to say my favorite one. Yeah, yeah, fine, fine. I mean, I I liked the... um, it was actually my my friend Dan was holding this sign up, and he. Well, that is lovely that he supported these women. I know, and there was a lot of men there. Um, he said, "Hey guys, just because we have one doesn't mean we have to act like one." A dick. In get case it? you didn't get that. Okay, great. Um, well, I, you guys now know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one of my favorites were like some of the. I'll just tell you a couple of female ones that I really liked. It's time to ovary act. I loved that. Yep. Very or clever. vaginas brought you into the world. Vaginas will vote you out. There's a lot of Trump signs about like, a lot. Cheetos, so like wait, Cheetos, extra fascist, like extra, oh. like oh, extra oh, racist, oh. like super. <laughs> there was one that was also like super callous. Oh, super fascist, fascist racist, racist uh, something, something. You're not my POTUS. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pamela, what did you like? It's it's a picture of this like. 95 year old woman and oh. she's just standing there and she's just like I can't believe I still have to protest this fucking shit oh yeah. my so god she, yeah. so was like amazing. holding a sign she's like I've yeah. been doing this since 1960 my yeah. arm is tired yeah <laughs> or a lot of them too were like I came from the 50s I don't want to go back there yeah. um, things like that one person sign said what Oprah said what Oprah said yeah. women's rights are not up for grabs was a good one um, mm-hmm. there was a little girl I saw tweet others the way you want to be tweeted yeah, Trump. Or uh, I'd call Trump a cunt, but he lacks depth and warmth. Um, you <laughs> just said, said the word. She I can a say really it hard time. It took me a long time. I'll explain. Someone was once that, and I had to say it because I was like, there's no other word. That, yeah. There was one say of those on that, my trip to say, Sundance, by the way. Ugh. Mean girl status. I was like, do you not know the future is female? Today is a women's yeah, march, and you are mean. Yeah. I ugh. have no patience for that. Yeah. No. I just don't get it. That's no. hard. Yeah. And you worked in, I think you probably, w- when you were doing the high profile job you had before, you are probably surrounded by a lot of men. Now All you're men. in like a woman's world. Yeah. Like what is, how do you feel like those are different or better or worse? Or I mean, I guess everything has its own good positives and negatives. Yeah. I mean, I was, um, you know, I was in an all male 
office. I mean, and in Pittsburgh. Oh, right. It was where I started. So, I mean, it's a whole different ballgame there, too. Um, and, you know, I always, like, am able to adapt to, like, my situations. Like, I know how to, like, deal with, like, the certain people. Um, I think now in this mom world, it's way more supportive. Like, okay. way more. Even though, like, I was the only woman and... You know, it seemed like everybody got along and everybody liked me. I found the men were more catty. Really? Any Why? other Why women I had ever. I mean, they were like backstabbing. Like It was like they were like so. Um, was that like a weird competitive thing? Yes. Totally weird. And I wonder, were they like that only with you or with each other no, and you? No, everybody. Okay. Oh, yeah. Not just So me. at least they didn't discriminate. Yeah. No, oh. they didn't. Well, I guess they were treating you all equally yeah. even if that was <laughs> shitty. Yeah. <No. laughs> Well, guys, with all of this talk about women being boss babes and stuff, we think it's important to remind people that you could also be the boss of your home. And so we're saying you went from a man's world to being the boss of the house. So, you know, I mean, that is just as badass as, like, beating Scott in accounting out for, like, you know, that promotion and stuff. Like, (laughs) what do you think is, like, the idea behind being like a stay-at-home mom because like you went and you did that first before you started your own business like what do you think the stigma is behind that though why people are like no I have to now be a CEO I have to do these things I think like when the whole like switch happened like I don't know was it like the 70s I guess you know when Mm -hmm. that whole like because everybody was a stay-at-home mom and then and then this like you know women's power thing um I think it's like from that and it's not fair because it's Mm -hmm. not it's not like anything and like half the it's like we're so right now I have my own company but I'm at home most of the time with my kids so I mean I'm running a company and running my house and kind of a stay-at-home mom I have a little bit of help but right not much um and so I mean I think it's changing a little bit um and I think with a lot of moms owning their own companies you know that helps to change it just the idea that it's possible yeah yeah. Well, I think also maybe like the digital age is really helpful too because now mm-hmm. there's like a lot of like mommy bloggers and there's a lot exactly. of like businesses you can do from home. Totally. Which makes you, I think that even the fact that you can do both is even more badass than doing oh, one. No. Well, I always say to my husband, like, you know, I'm. I'm doing a full-time job while these kids are on my lap and, you know, in my office with me. Like, try taking these two kids to your office. Hell yeah. You You're doing a full-time do job. job while doing yeah. a full-time yeah. job. <laughs> That, and you know, that. and I put them to sleep, and I stay up until one in the morning so that I can yeah. like continue. I see your posts. Yeah. You're like making <laughs> glitter hats and shit at one in the morning. You're what? like, I'm neurotic, and I have to do this. But I think it's all about realizing, like, finding your strength in whatever you're good at, and the stigma that comes from this, like, you throw like a girl, or you're being a pussy, right. or you, right. or that's a girl, like you. The, the things that make us women, whether or not, I mean, I guess being a mom, because that's only something a woman can do, or maybe being a stay-at-home mom, that title, that's only something a woman can do. Going along with the societal myth of like it's weaker, like a Mm -hmm. woman's weak or the weaker sex Mm -hmm. or whatever. I mean, in some ways, we aren't physically as strong as men, some women. But I think for the most part, that's where that stigma is. Like just hearing those sayings that you don't even think about. You know, just it's it's people's dads or people's moms Mm -hmm. saying that. You know, just like, things you hear. Right. I yeah. mean, and that that's who it's like if we stop that type of conversation. Yes. You know, like my husband would never say that. Mm-mm. He would never say that. And a lot of the, you know, I can't imagine any man, you know, any father where I live would say that. But I mean, there's definitely 
people that still do. I mean, I think that, you know, people are being more cautious of their words. Yeah. I think it's finally a great thing. I I think that's good. That's where the change starts. It starts, but I think it has a lot. There's a lot to go. A lot to go. Um, But it's okay. But just getting that idea out of your mind that the things that make a woman equal weak is not so it's very bizarre because like okay sure in strength like we might not be able to move a boulder which i don't know what that anyone's doing that every day of their life and need that skill but like the fact that you can multitask time manage you can make food or find it somehow get it to the house Mm -hmm. you can take care of children and teach them to be good humans and still do a good business like if that isn't the best way to bring up children i don't know what is because that's the better that's a better example than the mom not being there at all and like what then they're you're letting them learn from kids at school and like that's it or i mean even a even a guy that decides to stay home and like i have a friend who his wife is a lawyer and he may he has an average job that's great but he his child care would end up being the same almost the same amount of money he so why not he's like i stay home and guess what that's a fucking badass job like, just because your wife's at going and being a lawyer and, like, fucking suing people in court doesn't yeah. mean that she's more powerful than you. Anybody – I mean, I just think because it's so attached to women just because of history, right. that's why we talk about it. But it's just about embracing what it means to be a woman, and that doesn't mean weak. Well, I do yeah. think maybe, like, the Real Housewives and things like that does give it a really bad stigma because it's like they're a stay-at-home mom, but they're not momming. They're like their nanny's momming, their housekeeper's momming. Like some of them do, but some of them right. Don't. I bet like yeah. there are some that seem very hands off, and at that point, you can't call yourself a stay at home mom. You're a stay at home person. Yeah, like you're just at yeah. home. Yeah, like, like the camera. Or I mean, listen, it's not real. Like real, none of it's right. You know. Do you watch I mean, the Housewives? Ho- I mean, you know, I haven't watched TV in like two years. Oh my I used God, to like, love all of that. Like, stuff. do you have time? No, I mean, I like I used to be a diehard Scandal fan. I mean, I oh, was it's really like, crazy. I right never now. <laughs> missed a Forty Eight Hours or Primetime. I mean, never missed oh God, one of those like, hours. murder shows. Yeah. I mean, I was obsessed with all that and just have not been able to do anything. Not even my soap opera, Young and the Restless, that I've watched oh since I was God. two years Stop old. Stop it! Have not even been able to watch that. Two years old, I know, diehard Y and R watched it. That's how it all starts. Yeah. But you know what they say? <laughs> they say, and it's funny, you just said my grandma, so you were home with your yes, grandma. I was. She was taking care of you. Well, she my was mom the, worked. Yeah, my, that's what I was too. That yeah. the same thing. Yeah. And I think that that's, that's all part of the process. But that your grandma was being badass. Yeah. So that, you know, but back then it was like, oh, she's just being a grandma. Like that's right. her job. That's a job. Mm-hmm. That's hard. Taking care of kids is hard. And that's why watching there are your, people that get paid to do it. Well, uh, yeah. So let alone you do it for your own kids and multiple. Oh, like, it sounds like a lot of work. I can barely take care of my own dog. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, I mean, you know, you lose your patience with your own kids, and it's like, you know, these people that are taking care of, you know, not their own kids every yeah. single day. I mean, you, it's a hard job. Yeah, you wonder how they do it. I did yeah. it for a long time, too. Right. And I had girlfriends ask me that that have kids. Like, how the only thing that gets me through the day is that they're my kids, and I love them. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I love the kids I work with, too, but I do want to tell you, like, it's a paycheck. Right. I'm getting paid to do this. It's a job. So you sometimes taking the emotion emotionality out of it can help. even if you're at the office, right? Like it's oh, a you fucking deal with job. Shit that's annoying. Yeah, and you're yeah. just like it's a job. Oh, just wait. get through it. Put your head down. And I'm sure even with when your kids are asleep and you're dealing with stuff that you've got to do, you're like, "Oh my god, this is so annoying." But you just like yeah. do it. Yeah. I I'm just I'm so excited about what I do. So like it doesn't even seem you know bad. Like hard, that's yeah. why right, that's what I think keeps me going because I mean 
if I wasn't super like passionate and just loved like cause my everybody's like, how do you put your kids to sleep and not fall asleep? Number one, yes. and then like go up into your office, you know, for another five hours. Right. Wow, that's a lot of hours. But that's like a full How day's do, work after what, that. So wait, real fast. Let's back up quickly. So you went from being a marketing executive to a mom to what happened that inspired you to then start a business and tell everyone what you do. So when my older daughter was like 18 months old, um, I just, you know, started to get the itch. And, um, you know, I would throw like random parties for my friends and baby showers, but it wasn't enough. And so, although I'm sure when you threw those parties, people were like, oh my God, oh, you're so I, good at I, this. Yeah. I mean, that, it was great. And, you know, cause I did that before so, right. because when I was the marketing executive, I was, um, I, you know, did all the events for like the, all these properties. So like, I always had that bug in me. Sure. So yeah. So I just started to get the itch and I'm like, I have to do something. And then I created Bashery and Co, which it started out as just, um, like a styling and decor rental company. Yeah. So it was like renting huge teepees and dream catchers and fun decorative items for events, not like your typical like tables and chairs. It was things that, you know, you would either have to like make or Mm -hmm. buy off Etsy or, you know, pay a party stylist to do it. So I just kind of wanted to bring like Pinterest worthy parties to people for cheap. Yeah. Like the Pinterest board was at their like you, they could just be like, I want that, that, and that. Which is genius because it is, it's a lot of work to throw your own party and put it all You have to like have 50 hours to make all the stuff and no mom, you know, or anybody has that time. And they're Um, like Pinterest fails. Like you're like, I could do that. And then you do it. You're like, oh my God, it's so ugly. I can't put that out. And then you're fucked. You're like, yeah. Never yeah. happened. No, and you're just like MFing your, you know, yeah. through the entire party and just like salty. Yeah. Yeah. Like your margarita. Yes. <laughs> so, so, okay. So then it, you decided. So, after uh, this. yeah. So she was 18 months. I was pregnant with my second daughter and I'm like, I have to do something. So thought of that. And then just as if having a second it. child wasn't enough, Pamela. And you're like, I have I a do. child and a second one. I still yeah. have to do something. It's crazy. <laughs> I like, I like hate myself and love myself. Yes. Like at the same time. And so I just kind of developed it the whole time I was pregnant and then launched it the, the, the week I had Harlow. Shut I know. up. So dumb. Like, you did not take maternity leave. <laughs> like, total She's psycho. Like, like the opposite. So dumb. Total psycho. Yeah, but yeah. obviously that's I like, how you felt. I, I say I birthed two children Of course you did. You yeah. had twins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and why Bashery & Co.? Would, tell us about the name. So, you know, Bash just means party. Mm-hmm. Um and then I just kind of wanted like a cool take on it. And then it was like, you know, okay, so you go to a bakery where you, you know, it's baking, but it's like, and so that's just kind of how, oh. and then Munchery, did you yes. ever use that app? Uh-huh. So yeah. those are the kind of things that just yeah. took it to that it name. It sounds I, cute. I thought it might've been because like bashes can be debauchery. <laughs> that, so let's maybe add to that. that. I thought yes. you were using. Or maybe I was just at Sundance and that's why I think yes, that. Yes. It's think. like, Great. or like, it's almost like a verb. It's like bashing. Like yeah. that would be like you partying hard, like having a bashery. Yeah, like, yeah. Exactly. I, I thought, I felt like that's what it probably meant, mm-hmm. but I wanted to obviously hear it from the source. So, and then, you know, then the tagline was where party envy and simplicity meet. So it's like, okay. I want your party to be, you know, the envy of all your guests, but really like behind the scenes, it shouldn't have to cost that much or. Exactly. So that was like the whole rental. And so idea. you work really – you have like a budget-friendly thing too where you like can kind of help people like allocate like their budget on what they – I mean it's like a sort of like a full service type of thing. Yeah. I mean it started – you know, I was like I just want to um, – you know, I 
planned thousands of events my entire life. Like I didn't think that I wanted to do that anymore. So I'm like, I just want to rent items. Like I don't have to deal with you. I send it off. That's it. Well, it, that didn't work because everybody <laughs> wanted me to do the party, do their parties. They're like, well, well can't you just come and style it? <sighs> you know why? I don't know how to do this. And I was going to do tutorials. And if you're like, well, just, just, just plan it, just style it. Yeah. So then it evolved. And then like the next thing I know, I'm working with like big brands and I'm throwing their influencer events or their launches. And then, you know, then I started to get into like the celebrity circuit and then I started to build custom backdrops, which yes. was like a big thing. Mm-hmm. So it's just, you know, you start at one thing, you have to just have, you know, the balls to start something yeah. and then it's going to evolve. It's not going to stay the same. Um, and so it, yeah, it's evolved into this and I mean, I like, you know, where it's gone. Um, and it's still evolving. Yeah. I mean, it's changing constantly. I think that's what you have – when you go into something like this with an idea that you're really passionate about, you have to let it start somewhere. And then as you go, discover the other things. Like yeah. our show is different than what it used to be. Yeah. A million like, percent. I always get a little like like frustrated with people that are like, well, I I'm this thing is in the works. But I haven't like put anything out there yet. And I'm like, well, what's in the works about it? And they're like, well, I have to get this in order and this in order and no, this in order. Just do like, it. Just do it. Like in one year, it will be a whole different thing. And don't say I don't have time because uh, Pamlin <laughs> had two fucking little yeah. young children and did well, it. Well, I think that's what it, it's a fear base, yeah. right? So like, you know, and we think we have to do all these things. Um, and if you if you just focus on that, you will never do it. I always say, like, just think of the end result. Don't think of all the steps that it takes to get to there because you won't do it. Yeah. You'll be so fucking scared. You will never do anything. I promise you. And to be the flip side of the coin here, think about kids, right? Like, if you really thought about what it was going to take to have <laughs> this child – you would never yeah. do it. Yeah. And now even knowing after you have two, you're like, if I knew yeah. the things that I knew, yeah. I would maybe really fucking second guess myself. <laughs> and my old acting teacher taught me more about life than acting. He said, like, you're you're just – for big things like that in your life, whether it's a new business or getting married or whatever, you're never ready. Yeah. And that doesn't mean don't do it. That right. just means don't wait for yourself to be like, I'm totally ready for this. And guess what? If you think you are, you're fucking not. Mm-hmm. Right. Because then you ha- yeah. you're like, I'm ready to have a baby. And then you have the baby. And then those are the women that go, nobody told me that yeah. I was going to have hemorrhoids oh, and that yeah. I'm going to be this tired and that the baby's yeah. going to cry all night. And It's like, <laughs> wake up. Yes, of course that – yeah, wake up because you're not going to be sleeping. Uh-huh. Of course that's what happens. But <laughs> just know that it's like – you're never really ready to do something like that. You got to just like. Well, what does ready even mean? I mean, I feel like you have to God. want something, yeah, and have right. tools. Probably like have a computer and a phone. I don't yeah, know. right. Like, like you just did. I mean, you had experience, but what you were doing was totally different, and your lifestyle was totally yeah. different. No, I had no idea how I was going to do it. Everybody was saying to me, "How are you going to do this?" I have no idea. I would say, "I'm like, but all I know is I trust myself, and like I know I will crush it. Like yeah. whatever I say, I'm going to do. Like." If I ever, ever tell anybody that I'm going to do something, like, I'm always going to come through. Yeah, because once you say it, you mean yeah. it. You're, like, going to go do right. it. Right. Like, I didn't tell anybody the entire – I don't know. I guess I was, like, building it, like, I don't know, six months. I didn't tell one person. Yeah. Except my husband. Like, yeah, of course. <laughs> and um, and he barely, barely yeah. told him, you know. Um, he's like, what are you doing up there all the time? Um, because I just wanted to wait until – 
it was ready. I didn't want people like saying this and, you know, kind of guiding me another Throwing way. Yeah. Sense that you no, didn't ask like, for. I don't, it's like yeah, telling I don't somebody you're, what you're going to name your child. Yeah. Sometimes you keep it to yourself because you're like, I don't want to hear it. Right. When the baby's born and named the name, then yeah. sorry, too late. Here's too my company. Here's my late. baby. <laughs> Love, like it or get the fuck out. So you now plan all these events, even though you wanted to just yeah. do rentals. Yes. What is the what is your most favorite event you've ever planned? Oh my gosh, um, I did this really cool launch with Mattel for their new. It was called it's called Enchantimals, oh. and it's like you know new dolls, and they're like half animal, half and so. We launched the entire thing and we did it at Santa Monica Place <gasps> and just like working with like such a, you know, a big like Barbie. I mean, come on. It's yeah, like Mattel. Yeah. And so it was just so awesome. And Maria, my four-year-old, was able to like come there and, you know, with me. Um, it was really cool. Your girls are really it like part of your yeah. brand and part because I'm sure a lot of the things you do are, you know, one parties that are for kids and you do like yeah. baby showers and yeah. all other things too, but like a lot of your clientele probably sees you and how like this fun fantastic mom with like a drink in her hand yeah. and they're <laughs> like, "Oh, well, I want to make my kids party look like her too." And you it's like that's what makes it fun and yeah. like unique in you. You know, every day I mean Mariah's like, "Okay, so and she talks like a valley girl." I mean, we live at the beach i don't know where the valley girl but she's like so like what kind of party are we throwing today Mm -hmm. i mean i literally have to think of like some i mean just on sunday i had like six girls in a matter of a second from our neighborhood just in my house and we just had this big craft party the weekend before was movie popcorn pizza night that i had i mean you have to be the coolest mom we had makeup the makeup party like i mean but this is like for this is for just every day random sundays yeah this is just like this off the top and I, and like at what like, point are you like, mommy to doesn't want to make a party today? No, I have to pull it together. Oh, my God. I, and I, are you like full-fledged making well, parties? I have all this great stuff in my house. Yeah. So you, you can know? And she knows like, it's in, there. I have a warehouse space, but then I also have um, a lot of the stuff in my garage. Oh, God. Like we turned the garage into my workspace. Nice. So we can't park cars in there, which, you know, my husband isn't thrilled yeah, about. I'm sure. Um, so we, you know, should all the little girls come over and they see everything oh, and they're God. like, can we do this? And you know, I have a gold sewing machine and they're like, can we, <laughs> Oh my God, you are like, you're like glamorous. How, it's like a toy store in there for yeah. everyone. Yeah. But you also like pour yourself a drink and do all this stuff. Yeah. And like too. my, you know, the moms of the neighbor, I mean, we just sit there and we just, yeah, we drink. But so you're do they together. rely on you for everything? They're like, entertain our kids. You're so good <laughs> no, at like, it. No, like, they're so good. I mean, we definitely rotate. Yeah. Um, and Maria's just, you know, starting to come at the age where she is like this. You know, where she's starts. So this only has happened in the past, like, six months. Right. Um, but there's been a lot. And then her fourth birthday was in November, which was insane. And what was the theme um, of that? Again, so I think she I wanted to you. have... Oh. shimmer and shine but i have a role that like i don't do like i can't do like a character like okay. party like i right. just can't do that yeah you're not going to do like a frozen party. no yeah. how come no i just because i can just be way more creative i understand you don't want to be pigeonholed with someone yeah. else's artistic yeah that's all vision yeah, yeah i can just like so she's like oh you know shimmer and shine so wait she came up with shimmer and shine it's this cartoon of these genies oh yes yes okay. i know right i mean I'm they like, are adorable and i, I do thought you love just like glitter and i thought well, that was gonna too, be like i, I was like that's yeah. shimmer and shine's yeah. really cute yeah like diamonds and glitter yeah, yeah. Want that. well right and so 
we turned it into a Moroccan genie party. Perfect. So it was like, you know, the floor poops. Oh, that's cool. And it was, yeah. And then see, you t- you put your own mm-hmm. little spin on it. And guess what? Like when people come to you with like, I don't know what I'm doing. My daughter really likes Frozen. You're like, all right, we're going to make an enchanted ice exactly. princess I've party. I've done it or so many Whatever, times. Yeah. yeah. She's like, I have yeah. it for rent. Call me. Yeah. yeah. We do. Um, and they're always like, you know, we want pink. And like the mom's like, oh my gosh, like I can't just do all. So then we always get creative. Yeah. And the girl, the little girls or boys or whoever it's who are always love it, obviously, yeah. because you make it so beautiful. And it's like this vision comes to life. And that must be the moment for you right so you get to this point you plan this party and then like there's like the reveal of when everyone sees it and that's probably like yeah because you have the moment where you see it all come together too so you know they're gonna love it no too bad you didn't start this when it like my super sweet 16 was happening and that show but like are you gonna plan like are you gonna be on the like committee for doing like the prom for your daughters and like get really involved guys i am just like i am getting so spent with the events though because oh. I mean you know I'm going to be 40 this year and fun so, oh my god what about that oh party? Are you doing your own party your husband is screwed oh my god what are you going to do are you going to leave know. like a detailed outline about what to know. do I just don't even know yet because when you you know like when you do something for a living and then it's like to do it for yourself, you're like, oh my god! But you can't not have a party, though. I know. Yeah. Or what about a trip? Like a yeah. really awesome trip. I know. I but then there has it. to be a party element there. You <laughs> cannot turn forty without having a thing. I know. I got to think about it. Well, geez. I think we might rent a beach house for like that week because it's in the summer. That's and then fun. Maybe like have you yeah. Know, a I wish my birthday was of. in the summer because yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one. It's so a I good. Think that might yeah. be. But back to me being forty. You know, events are manual labor. I mean, they're no joke. Yeah. And, like, especially, like, these events for brands um, and celebrities. I mean, they're, like, major productions. Like, we have walls. We have, you know, we're building back. I mean, it's crazy. And I'm right in there, you know, moving things. And um, so. How do you feel like that's going to change, though? Like, So what's starting to change, and this is, I'm, like, really excited about this, is that I am being asked to do a lot of content creation brands so like fun you know maybe just like um like party setups but then i'll do like really cool how to's and so that's been something that has like started over like i don't know the past six months and i really love that and that's like taking place of you being at the events and actually building because you're showing people how to do glamorous too because you're not physically doing the thing you're like this is how you would do the thing right you know it is hard like with the kids to um you know like be at all these events and um but again it's like i did that for two years i did every event i could possibly do um and it you know gained me all this exposure because of all these you know good brands that i work with um and so again, it's just like evolving. Yeah, you're well, you're making it work for yeah. you, which is yeah. like basically what we're talking about here. It's like being finding your power for you, yeah. and like specifically for women, like no matter what that is, that you make it work for you. You find your and don't be scared to change it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's like another thing that people are scared. Like, oh, well, I said I was going to do this, and like, will people think I'm a failure or whatever? No, like, yeah. change it up. What yeah, especially if you try something and yeah. then adjust, just like life. Yeah, and most of the time it's going to organically move into something else anyway. So it's not like all of a sudden now you're like, I'm a porn star. Right. Like, this is sort of what you're <laughs> that doing. That would be something. I'm I mean, like, listen, if you did, mom if you did, I would be like, sure, hey, embrace you your womanhood and, like, be a porn star. Mm-hmm. Hey. Um, and speaking of sex, 
We talk about dating and relationships on the show. That's like our basis here. And we want, you know, because a big part of your life is your relationship. You went, you had like a pretty cool courtship that happened pretty fast. And we sort of want your advice on that. But we always ask this to our guests. If you took a shot for every bad decision you have ever made in your life, like an alcohol shot, would you be sober, buzzed, or drunk? Like a bad... A bad decision like can be anything me- you judge it as bad. I'd be yeah. sober. I'm just like, I have always just been, um, I don't know, like, I don't know if I was like scared of my mom or what, or, you know, I just like never made too bad of a decision. I'm sort of like that too, um, I think. Like I was like, I wasn't like a goody goody. I mean, I was definitely like, you know, drinking in high school and being crazy and doing all these like fun things, but um, I never like took it too far, I think. Like, never got in, like, real trouble. Yeah. No. Yeah. Or, like, did. impacted your life in a way where uh-uh. it was, like, a DUI or, like, yeah, a Right, no, right. I never did. Which is great. And even yeah. if you did, you bounce back from that shit yeah. sometimes, too. You but, do, but yeah. we still like to know. Yeah. yeah. So, you are married, like yes. we said. Tell us how you guys met and what was so cool about this question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we met sitting across from each other at this huge table at Mastro's. And the way that we both got to the same table was my friend was visiting from Pittsburgh with her husband, and her husband was good friends with my husband's friend. So Andy and Amy said, we're meeting a big group of people at Mastro's. They said, we can invite you. Do you want to go? I said, sure. So um we get there and there's like 12 people. So it's like this big round table and I was seated across from him and there was these two other guys on each side of me, like hardcore pressing. I mean, ah. both of them, like, I mean, trying to feed me all this stuff and I'm just like, guys, just, you know. So he said, so I'm looking at him because he was like totally my style. So shaved head, which is always, I always liked that my whole life. It's like so weird. I have no idea why. Shaved head, like, he had just come from work, so he was, like, you know, cufflinks, just, like, looking really nice. And it's so funny because I come from this blue-collared family, okay? And so in Pittsburgh, you know, it's still a town, blue-collared. And ever since I was a little girl, my mom always said that she's like, I – she said, you would be like, I want to marry a guy in one of those suits that works in, like, a big building, you know? Aww. So, anyway, so he's over, he's there. So, we barely even talk that But you're, night. like, kind of looking at him. Yeah, I mean, for sure. And so, I said to my um, friend Amy, like, the next day, I'm like, how old do you think he is? Because I knew he was, like, a little bit older. She's like, I don't know, like, 40? And I was 33 at the time. And I'm like, okay, like, I never went seven years older, but whatever, I'm yeah. fine with that. So I came home to my roommate and I said, Amber, I just need to say something. I need to make note of the man that I met tonight. I'm just saying it, you know, I just need like to say it aloud. So I, so I don't come back, you know, five years later and there's no proof. (laughs) Yeah. Like you wanted to make a mental note of it because you were feeling something. Yeah. Interesting. And it's fun to go back and be like, I knew it. But, but. (laughs) What happened so that, that night June. at Master's yeah, Zone? Like that nothing. was June, so nothing. That was in June. So fast forward August, I had moved from West Hollywood to Marina Del Rey. Um, and we were having a housewarming party. And I was still friendly with the one friend that was at the dinner of my friend's friend. 
So I invited him kind of in the back of my mind. Oh, because I had just gotten back from, I went to Iceland for work. So the whole time I'm in Iceland, I'm thinking about Rocco, you know, thinking about him. And I'm like, oh my God, like this is crazy. How am I ever going to see this guy again? So we get back, we have this party and, um, The shoe, it's this, this guy's nickname. He invited Rocco. Oh, and yeah. were you like, yes? So Rocco was on a plane coming from Chicago, and he landed and came, like, right over. You oh. know, and, like, his side of the story is, like, he was like, oh, my God, you know, I have to go and see her because he was thinking about me <gasps> from the two months prior. Cute. I love but it. But it's interesting that neither of you said anything to yeah. each other in the moment. It's almost like you had to let it marinate. Yeah, that's how he to, is. He yeah. has, like, this subtle confidence. You know, he's, like, he not totally gonna, like, does. Yeah. he's not going to push you know, or like yes. be like that. So, so yeah, he walked in the door. I'm a big shoe guy, a girl, like on, you know, on guys. So, um, he had on like these blue Adidas that were just like awesome. And so I remember giving him like a tour of the, uh, of the apartment and I, my heart was like beating and oh. I just knew, I just oh. freaking knew, Oh, you know? Well, and then what happened? And then we had, we, there, it was Labor Day. We, um, all met. At Mercedes and Marina Del Rey. I don't know if you know what that is, but it's like a super fun place. And there was like 10 of us. The only seat that was open at the table was next to him when I walked in. So I sat there. And then we were like inseparable ever since. So that was September. We got engaged in, well, we said we were getting married in January. Yeah. Like over, yeah, like over Christmas, New Year's, we said we were getting married. And then, um, I officially got the ring in March. And then we got married in August. Wow. So Wait, was, how did you whip up a wedding so quickly? I whipped up three weddings, my friend. Wait, oh, what? because you three got married away. You were uh, So, in 3 weeks I had three weddings. The first one was in um, August 18th was in Bora Bora, just the two of us, which was our official wedding. Oh, we had three weddings great. there because we got married on the beach. We got married legally at the the town, you know, hall, and then we got married in the Catholic Church of Bora Bora on the island. Oh, all by yourself. Yeah. There. Okay. Yeah. Was he like, great, the more weddings, the better? Like, because guys aren't usually that into it. He was so down. I mean, he didn't didn't do anything, you know? And also, those were like little things. Yeah. They were just you. Yeah. Okay. And so then the next Saturday, we came back. We had an L.A. wedding. Like, it wasn't like a ceremony, but we had a big party, you know? And then the next Saturday was a was our, like, formal party in Pittsburgh. That's where I'm from. And yes. he's also from Pennsylvania. Right. Which is another crazy part yeah, of, like, why it was that? such a quick connection. You know, like, we went home with each other for Christmas, and we, like, walked into each other's family's homes, and it was, like, the same home with, like, the same people. Yeah. And we were, like, this is, like, so weird. Yeah. Yeah. Same it, people. I mean, you were cut from the same cloth. Yeah. And something like that can accelerate the comfortability of a relationship because – you don't it's less to feel like you have to guess or discover when you when you already feel like you can relate on those levels and and sometimes relationships that happen fast don't work out and sometimes they do but something like that is helpful i think oh my do gosh. you think that it it happened quickly because you were 33 i too am 33 mm-hmm. so it gives me hope that mm-hmm. like i can find this story yes. Yes. um but so do you think age for you had something to do yeah, with it yeah for sure you know i mean i had had um you know serious relationships um and I think you just like, no. And it was funny. It was like, you know, and every guy I would kind of like, I dated leading up to Rocco. I it like kept getting closer and closer to what I wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't quite there. Um, and I think it's just like knowing exactly what you want and not being scared to say it. Like, so I was raised, you know, like I said, in Pittsburgh, this like tough town. It was kind of like, um, you know, 
you have to be the, you know, you have to be kind of like, you know, my mom was a single mom. So it was like, I have to like be, I am like woman, hear me roar. And, you know, if, and I had to be in control of everything and this whole deal. And, um, but I wanted, I wanted to find somebody that like, I didn't have to like be in control like that sometimes. Do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, and so, and so, you know, I, I moved to California and I just started to like think differently and, and I started to say things differently than I was saying. It was like, it's like what you say is so important. I agree. Because the, the universe, it, it, it comes with, you know, the universe is listening. Mm-hmm. And so I was just, you know, single in LA, like kind of dating. I'm not, I wasn't a big dater. Um, and I was never so clear in my life on what I wanted. I would like wake up every morning. I would do these affirmations. I'm probably getting a little bit too. Um, no, this is great. Right. But like it's, it's, it's cool, whatever. I'll say it. Um, and because I would like, I read all these books, right? Like I moved to LA. I just kind of did like some work on myself. And um, I would wake up every morning and I would do these affirmations as if it had already happened to me. Like, I'd be like, thank you so much for, like, the most amazing man, blah, blah, blah. And I would, like, you know, list, like, what he was, like, what I wanted. And I would, like, you know, try to feel it like you really believe it. Um, And, you know, I mean, that was, like, a year-long thing. I mean, I did that. And then, like, everything kind of came true. Yeah, I think visualizing or verbalizing Mm -hmm. something. I'm Mm -hmm. a visualizer. Mm -hmm. I always have been as a kid, like big daydreamer. Yeah. Like I picture things and have pictured things and like I'm then shocked that I'm like, oh yeah, that. And the great thing is like you should totally, I mean, I, I, so I write down, like I try to do it every six months, you know, and I write down like I will or I want to. And um, it's so amazing. Like how much they, that can come true. Yeah, and you've seen it. The proof is in the pudding because you've yeah. done so many amazing things, including your career and your family life and your kids and all that. And it's all come true. So it's like you know you're capable of, yeah. you know, when you talked about before, control. Like I had to be, I am woman, hear me roar. And yeah. then I wanted to be in a place where I didn't have to do that. But also, again, in talking about our episode like topic, being – the girl who was like, I'm going to be vulnerable and I'm going to like say how I'm feeling in the moment. Yeah. I'm not going to be scared is powerful. Right. Like that I know. is I was never that way ever, but you know, then you and then embraced it was amazing. It. Right. And it worked yeah, for you. It worked. It is scary right. in the dating world to jump without a net. Sure. I've been there. But sure. if you believe that that in the way you feel, then you, or in the career you're well, picking or whatever. Like, it's like, okay, so if you're dating for a while and you know that you're down with the guy, right? Yeah. And you still don't know what he's feeling and you say something and then it's not reciprocated, you don't want to be fucking dating him anyway. Right. Like, this is what kills me about people. Yeah. Like, like, you know, I still have so many single friends and it's like, you know, I don't want to say, well, I'm scared. Like, fuck him. You know what I mean? Like, if, if, if somebody does not want to be with you. You need to know. Why don't do waste you more time. No. Yeah. Like, it's okay. We don't, there's not a match every single time. It's nothing about you. You didn't do anything wrong. Like, you know, it's, remove your ego from it. And like, let's just be grateful that you figured it out and that you still, that's why I always tell my friends, whenever they break up with somebody, this is so exciting because you still get to meet your husband. Like, you have not met your husband yet. That's a good way to look at it. It's a great way. You still get to meet him. 
And then you don't you waste know? time on this other person. And yeah. then like, that's a really good way to bounce it's back. It's the from most something. exciting thing you'll ever have in your life. It's, you yeah. know, I think the fear though, on the flip side is like, will I ever, and like, sure. Oh, I know. Or like, what's wrong with me that I keep picking these guys? And or I, I thought that was it. Right. I'm so wrong. Now, how am I ever going to know? Did you really think no, it was? Most people That's know. And thing. if you like, like I have friends that have said things to me out loud. I'm like, but you're telling me mm-hmm. these things bother Listen. you about this person. Like, yeah, you're putting because it in writing on let text. Let me tell you what, if it bothers you now, try having two kids with somebody and, you know, running a company. I mean, it's really going to bother you. I mean, yeah. I love my boyfriend, yeah. but he sometimes yeah. really annoys me. Oh, my God. <laughs> be gone well because it's another human no one's perfect and they're never gonna be be, i do think like if we could maybe take one positive thing from dating apps is to be empowered because you're not stuck there's always gonna be more people so like if you do say how you feel about someone and that person is like not into it guess what maybe the next guy will be like wow i'm so happy this person feels this way about me like they might appreciate it right totally and it gets you closer like you said to what you want you're affirming it younger and you just want to date and you're not i mean it's fine you know you don't have to be like that but yeah when you're eventually you know at the time where you want all that um it's scary for sure but i think what we do too is I call them ITMs in the meantimes. Oh. Like these girls, like, you know, you're, well, I'll keep them around, you know, in the meantime. I'm looking for Mr. Right, but in the meantime, you know, I'm going to keep this guy you're around. You're giving no, energy because, to the wrong oh guy. My God, like now they're static in your, you know, in your energy field yeah. of like, it's sending out the wrong thing. Totally. Um, what were some of the books you read when you said you were like reading all these books? So I read some like deep things. Um, but like a new earth, I mean, yeah, everybody kind of. But that's a deep book. I mean, yeah. I like was yeah. taking notes. I mean, I had to read it like five times, and like it's full of notes. Yeah. But an an easy read that I really love was um, the power of the subconscious mind. Oh. And it, again, it's just all about your thoughts. I mean, it's not like you know. And people tell science, themselves awful things. Yeah. Oh my god. I don't, don't even. I'm too fat. She's skinnier than yep. me. She's prettier yeah. than me. Why would you yeah. like me? Or, and you're sending, you know, or you're like judging people and like, you know, it's, I mean, it's all so hard to, and especially if like you're kind of, it's hard right after 30 years or whatever to change how you have thought. Yeah. Um, But we weren't born thinking like that. No. You know? Yeah. And, and uh, it's sort of like what we, you said in the beginning, like you felt really supported in your um, endeavors and being around mostly women and that you felt like around men you weren't supported and there's a reason why it, it takes a village is a yeah, real thing for sure. so uh, embrace your woman and embrace whatever you feel good about or whatever decisions you're making or you being vulnerable or whatever it means to you and like find the power in that and then support each other yes. with it that's I think what's happening yes. right now yes and it we sure we've been covering a lot of like the time's up and the me too movement and um we Love the women banding together. It's like yeah. so our jam. And so we're going to play a game. Okay. Yeah. And we're going to talk about some celebs that are just like us too. Mm-hmm. Or they're not like us at all. And they're really just like Pamela. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a list of inspiring women who are moms as well as business owners and entrepreneurs. And we're going to give you hints. And you're going to have to guess which badass celebrity mom slash CEO we are referring to in our game called Mom Entrepreneur. Oh, oh, we could God. say it now. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to give you some hints and you okay so in 2011 she started her pure line of baby product yeah (laughs) i knew you were gonna get that right away yes yeah Yeah. um okay this singer used her name to market fragrances that became wildly popular and contributed to her empire and her heart will go on oh geez who sings that yes 
Who sings that? I can't think right Celine now. Celine Dion. Oh, my God, I was just going to say that. I, I don't remember. Because I felt like yeah, I didn't help. remember that she she had fragrances. Yeah, yeah she does. She did before Mariah Carey did. Before Jessica Before yeah, J-Lo. Yeah, she was like the first one, yeah. right? Um, okay, so she is the ultimate curator. This Oscar award-winning actress founded her lifestyle website in 2008. Going to Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, all right, so... From a single mom who was on a social assistance program to becoming one of the world's most famous authors, like ever, whose books have all landed major motion picture status, theme parks, theme parks. and any yes. other product what you can that? freaking imagine. I mean, you can say Her the name? books, too, yeah. if you want. Harry Potter. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. J.K. Rowling. JK Rowling yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I actually didn't know that. Well, I forgot about this, I think, but this singer and her daughter, Lola, did a little family bonding when they launched their clothing company, Material Girl. Oh, Madonna. And to, yeah, I, I forgot that. she did that. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even know. It was in Macy's. Yeah, yeah, it was in Macy's. There you <laughs> go. Is it still around? Uh, no. I don't think it I don't is. think so. No. Does she need a side business? But then she started writing children's books and then, what? you know, she's got a fake British accent. It's very hard to oh, keep track. Of. I don't want to read a children's book by her well she wore pointy bras like in public i mean listen people can change all right so whatever (laughs) uh this person went from operating her own catering company out of her home to publishing a bunch of top selling cookbooks and is a food network star and runs two swanky restaurants oozing the southern hospitality and charm that she she has and she she did this with her two sons and she loves butter paula dean yes yeah Mm -hmm. all right last uh not only is this the she is a mom of two um but she like kind of favors plus size women or any shape that you you know your clothing might want like the way you might Mm -hmm. want it to fit you and she launched um her clothing line in 2015 7-7 and it it's for all sizes it's not just like Mm -hmm. bigger smaller it's for all sizes maybe even her famous cousin jenny might wear these clothes i don't know Melissa McCarthy. Oh my god, that's okay. But now you have Got to drink it. your drink because okay. you didn't get it. Yeah, right. you, I will be happy yes. to drink. Well, yeah. thanks for playing. <laughs> and you got—I mean, you were on it with some of those. Yeah, bad. yeah. Um, so tell everyone where they can find you, hire you, see your videos, all of the stuff. www.basheryandco.com. Instagram that is though my jam. It's like where I think most of my business comes from. So it's Bashery and Co. Yeah, great. Awesome. All right. And you guys, don't forget to tune in next week for our guest, Bachelor Nation, Jared Hybon. Um, And he was on The Bachelor in Paradise and all of the things. And don't forget to follow us on all the socials at Complicated Show. Jen, where can everyone find and follow you? You guys can all find and follow me at Jennifer Golden on all of the social media platforms. And you can find me at Lauren Leonelli on all the social meds as well. All right. Thank you so much, Pamela. Thanks for coming in. Can't wait to see what you do for your 40th birthday. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I hope we get to go. Yeah. (laughs) All right. We will see you guys next week. Love Love you a long time. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.